just going to push play because we're actually doing the next step right now. Jump right in and just try some stuff and see what happens. It's like, it's a, it's a big bouffant. <laughs> Hi, this is Liv from the We Are All One podcast. Welcome. Today, I wanted to talk about really closing a chapter in my life. And normally, um, how I really want this podcast to be is to talk about things that we can do something about. The whole inspiration for what we were planning to do, the podcast came about because of the plans and um, the excitement over what we were going to do. The situation and circumstances have changed, which let's just say if you are you know, under 20 years old and listening to this, this is life. Life throws you a curveball all the time, especially when you think you have a plan. One of my dad's jokes was, um, if you want to hear God laugh, make some plans. I mean, nothing truly ever goes off the way you want it to go. Um, and I remember our eldest asking me quite in the beginning of this process, and we were looking at all these different things we wanted to build and and just really excited about everything. And one thing after another happened after that. But he asked me, he said, so what do you do if none of this stuff happens? Basically, like your goals don't have to change. The way that you implement how to get there may change. Like the plans may change. Your goals don't. So this week, I'm sort of closing the book on what we plan to do in the way that we plan to do it. Now, I don't know in the future, there may be more of a way to do this. Um, But right now, I think that the best thing for my family is for me to stay put, for um, to not charge ahead and and buy the property that we were looking at. So we have some land. Um, it's it's small. We're in the city. Um, and I say city in the most country way, like in like a small city in Tennessee. <laughs> this is not a real city city. My husband was just saying how much he loved being here. Um, and I'm basically my old house before I met him. This is where I lived. And then we lived in his house for a while. <laughs> then we lived in the woods for a while. And then we moved back here. Um, my family needed me to be close. So we moved back here and it just so happened to work out with the boys um, and their schooling and just kind of making sure all our all of our priorities were in the right place. I think originally we were thinking about homeschooling and he decided that that's not really what he wants to fight for at this time. Um, and maybe that's, again, a little too much personal information. But I think when you go to alternative living and you start thinking about these things and you think about the way that the system has created um, just everything that we see around us and, and really being a consumer of all things, 
Um, you questioned even the way that we were schooled. We're planning to keep them in their regular schooling. And so that means that we have to stay also because of our shared custody with their mother. So this constrains where we go and how we do things. Um, she was a very willing participant in the very beginning. In May, she made a decision to kind of be a little more hostile towards all things of change. I think that there was a lot of change for her to handle all at once. We want to respect that and, and give her the space that she needs and the um, respect to have what she needs as well. So with this being a blended household and all of sort of these emotional and relationship ties that are keeping us where we are, we're going to try to find the best way to honor our values, share them with our kids and help ourselves grow into the people that we want to be and share our happiness, our joy, the hardships, the craziness with them and also with you guys as well. And I don't know if you guys think that it might be a good thing to do a YouTube kind of like versions of what we're going through. If that's something that you guys are interested in, let me know. Um, on the website, I will have um, a little form that you guys can sort of say if that's something that you want, if you want to vote yay or nay. Our tiny house should be launching on the Airbnb site very soon. Um, it's adorable. We are supposed to be doing some art projects in there this week. The painting just got finished. We've been really slow walking that um, because we're juggling between me uh, my husband and my parents, we are juggling about eight different businesses right now. So it's a little insane. Most of my businesses are in the infantile stage. I don't want them to become part of a machine. I want them to feel very organic. Now, the downside of building a business organically, taking it one step at a time means that things tend to move really slow. I am being very thoughtful about every step. If I'm building the business in a way that anyone that I come in contact with feels less than or feels that I'm not giving them my full attention, that I'm not paying attention to them as a person, then that is not how I want to build my businesses. All of them. And my parents share these values with me. So that's something that we're trying to do on all of these eight businesses, which is insane. I can't help it. It is the way that I was made. So I plan to keep moving forward with the businesses that I have and um, trying to make people more important than things. Now, this sort of goes into what I believe, why I connect with the idea of minimalism. I mean, if you look up minimalism, I want to say they were one of the first ones to podcast about it. I believe they also have a movie. It's these two guys. Um, and I, I'll probably link their information in the show notes. They are very motivational. They talk about these things. It's, it's a beautiful podcast. I love their point of view. And again, the values that they talk about is really valuing people and memories and thoughts as opposed to stuff. And sometimes we can get into a place where stuff becomes more important than a person. And, you know, I've experienced this myself. You know, I've got an iPad that's, you know, a grand and the kids want to play with it. Right. And so how do I value the money that was spent on this iPad? Because it, it is hard earned money. But how do I value 
them as well. Like they're eight and ten, so and they're not destructive eight and tens either. They they take care of things, um, and it's funny because one of the iPads that I had that I was so worried about, so I wind up destroying it myself. Interesting enough, but but it did make me sort of face that moment of is this thing more important than them right now? It's not like I have the right answer. I have my answer, um, which is basically to let them experience the iPad, let them have the iPad and, and explain to them about responsibility. But I don't ever want my gut reaction, my first reaction to be to yell at them because they're touching the iPad or they're touching a TV or they're touching something that they could mess up. And maybe this is a little extremist, especially from my own background. I don't want to yell at them for stuff because I think that you can have a conversation and and show the gravity of the importance of money, the importance of working hard for your money and the importance of valuing your things, um, but not over people. I I still can't co-sign on that. So my whole value system that leads me to minimalism, again, I haven't really talked about my upbringing, but I identified with very extreme religious ideas. Um, you know, there's, and, and this is something that me and my husband both sort of connect on. Now, even though we have these ideas and we value them, um, if it's the monks or the nuns or the whatever religion, there's always someone who is, is doing the most. And, and as someone that grew up wanting to be a missionary, I had this idea of really having nothing and allowing God's work to be my work. Now, that's not what I'm doing right now in the sense of I'm I'm still in the same city that I grew I spent most of my life in. I live in a house that's rather big. Um, it's not a small house. I mean, it's not a mansion or anything, but it's big. It's it's definitely bigger than what we wanted to build. So I'm I'm living in what is luxury. Now I don't think that we think of ourselves as having luxury in America, like unless we're living the Instagram life, the YouTuber life. That, then we think that we're somehow not achieving something. Um, if we are living paycheck to paycheck, we think that we're, we're struggling. And I'm not saying that don't get yourself in a better financial situation, because please do. I don't want to stop anybody for striving for better for their family or for their life. But I sometimes I do think that we need to, to check ourselves to, to see if we're valuing the right things. You know, as a child watching my dad, seeing him very seldomly because he felt like he needed to provide more. My dad came from very humble beginnings. My mom did too. Um, and so they were very, very much into working really hard to provide more for me. And let me just say, I am very privileged of what I get to enjoy with them. Um, I don't think that I have the average life. Uh, me and my husband, we, we, we live a good life. 
Um, it's not, again, it's not the Instagram life. You know, we're not traveling all over the world yet. Um, and that's something that we really want to do. Do we need to do it the way that everybody else does it? We watched this. It was some sort of reality show documentary sort of thing where these artists literally did not have any money in their pocket and they traveled across the country. Now, it took them a long time. They did their art and they, they traveled across the country with their art, um, using their art as their own currency and it was very possible so I mean there are ways to do things that you want to do it's just how much do you want to do it what are you willing to give up to do it I grew up with this idea of what I wanted to do with my life and right now this week I literally had a breakdown because I didn't want to bring these clothes into my house these were my clothes that I had kept at my mom's house and I was bringing them back in because when I got married I didn't bring them with me and so I had this whole rack of clothes that I just felt I felt overwhelmed just looking at them and and I I felt defeated bringing them back into the house because I love the idea of being a minimalist. I love having one bag and and having everything I need in one bag and being able to go anywhere and do anything with my tools and my my skill set and you know sort of foraging in this life, exploring, adventuring in a very I don't know, a very strange way. But I I felt very uh, defeated by these clothes. <laughs> and I know that sounds really crazy, but when you work really hard to let things go and then you have like this baggage that just shows up at your back porch, you're just like, what in the world am I doing with this? And I brought in a few things and I left the rest outside. I got rid of, there's a big pile of it that's going into the trash. Like I'm not even going to give it to Goodwill because it's not even worth Goodwill like time. Um, some of the things are being resold and some of them I have to use for the businesses that I have. Um, most of my businesses, I work from home. So I, I really just don't have the need for a large wardrobe. And maybe this goes back to my extremist sort of thing about myself, which is I also want to make my own clothes. Now, I know that's really strange, but I have a designer friend that she makes her own clothes. and I love that. I, I, I think it, it's maybe this idea of going back a slow the world down a bit so that we can have a better life because being pushed and pulled by every ad, every smell, every restaurant. I mean, on this street that I have lived on since I was about 11 years old, there, I mean, the amount of restaurants and the amount of, of fast food places and the amount of shops and things that we can consume every day is extreme. There's just so much to consume. And I do think that it's an awesome thing to be in a place where we have all these options. I think it can be very overwhelming. Um, for me, it is. It is very overwhelming. I don't necessarily like all those options. I don't like that most of the things that are given to us as options aren't really procured in in a way that's sustainable, in a way that's responsible. I believe that America has become a consuming machine and that we don't even realize how luxurious it is to have someone else cook our food. We say it's fast food and we're settling and whatever, but 
that is, I mean, if you think about that, that that's a luxury. Now, are you eating the food that you really want to? You know, and that kind of goes back into the veganism thing. But, you know, are you really recognizing the fact that if you have air conditioning, if you have lights, this is a luxury. I know this sounds like it shouldn't be. And in America, we're trying to raise the standards of what the average is. But I think we need to remember that the average that we live is not necessarily the average around the world. We need to under, and not so much that we need to look down at people that don't have what we have, but understand that we are privileged in the things that we get to experience. For the most part, I believe that we become ungrateful for these things, but also put them in their place. They're not as important as people are. They're not as important as the relationship that I have with my husband, the relationship I have with my kids, the relationship that I have with my parents. These things should not supersede the relationships that I'm building with my business partners. These things should not supersede kindness and love and compassion. So I guess that's a little bit about minimalism and how I'm facing that in my own life. I do want to mention that I have, I've set up this checklist. One is on sustainability. One is on veganism and the other one is on minimalism. And if you're interested in any of these things, there's a checklist that you can download for free. You don't have to sign up for anything, Um, but it is available on the website and it's just, sometimes you need visual aids. Sometimes you need to be asked the right questions. There's so many aspects of minimalism that I, I am just, I adore. There is, and I have to do this plug. There are these Canadian guys, or maybe it's a family. Um, I'm not really sure. I feel like it was two brothers that they've started this company and it's called the Minimalistes and our Minimaliste. And they are adorable and they create these tiny houses um, and it's so thoughtful. The design is so thoughtful and it's so refreshing because as much as I love the tiny house movement, sometimes those tiny houses were so cluttered feeling that it gave me anxiety just to look at it. As cute as they were, I'm just like, I can't, I don't think I could live in that all the time. And it's the same feeling that I get when I think about an RV and all the plastic. So that may make me a RV snob, a tiny house snob. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm being judgmental of other people's faces, which is not what I mean. Whatever situation that you feel comfortable in is what you feel comfortable in. And I am just trying not to step on anybody's toes because it's not a judgment of you. It's just what makes me comfortable. It's funny because I'm finding where this minimalistic sort of idea meets reality with my husband who is a recovering hoarder. Um, They call it the Tucker gene, I think, um, because our eldest has a touch of it. (laughs) There's there's this eclecticness to him that I'm finding interesting to mix with my own minimalistic sort of idea of how I, I would like 
aesthetically something to, to, to look like and to feel. The tiny house is sort of, is, I wouldn't say it's minimal design. Um, I did design it. There is the download for that on the website as well. This is the one that's going to be on Airbnb. So when that is listed, I will also put that on the website as well. We plan on building some tree houses even here. We have a little situation where we can do that. It's not as ideal as we would like it to be, but we are planning on making the most of our space and our time while we are here. So we're going to continue on and exploring all of these ideas. And I'm really happy that you guys have come for the ride. I look forward to letting you guys know more about what we're doing. I'd love to hear from you. So say hi. Hi.